welcome back listeners viewers of perspective you have martina and you said uh we are continuing the conversation part two of just you know let's say what did you say you was like being fat in america was that plus I that's the title yet but that's i think it's it's a great way to describe what we're going to be talking about the next few videos. And this is not a real microphone. I'm just being silly. It's my lint roller. But uh, Lisa has a microphone and I didn't want to plug my real one in. So I'm going to just use this one for now until I get tired of it. Yeah. But we're back. You know, as we said, we would be. And what we wanted, what, what are we digging into? Like, what, we going to go more into entertainment? What do you think? Oh, my gosh. Let's do it's entertainment and me i mean entertainment slash media because yeah. that's that'll be a doozy i think that's where you know someplace somewhere in history there was a shift that people somewhere somebody said let's hate big people we're gonna only like skinny people and ooh, you know, ooh, ooh. okay she got an idea y'all go girl go no because you, you you said that and and as i mentioned in in, in last week's video um or episode um I did a little research there. I mean, this is a limited, I, I haven't gone extensively into it, but um, there was the, where fat phobia, you know, rooted in racism. There, the author, I watched, I watched the video she did. Um, and she talked about how, you know, in, you know, before like in the 1400s and all those, you know, that women were seen as beautiful, were seen as desirable. Um, the transatlantic slave trade happened. That's not a bitch. It really is white supremacy. It really is. Oh. And they started equating because then sugar start because of that. You know, accessibility to sugar became uh, easier. So you had more sugar in people's diets and like. You know, and they showed, well, they, in the, the mini video or interview that she was uh, giving, she talked about how, you know, when the white men started going to Africa and they started seeing these women that were bigger and just, you know, voluptuous and they're like, they're like, oh, no, they started sort of connotating this less than because, you know, they became slaves and all these things. So then the white women, uh, you started seeing uh, a change in sort of paintings and slimmer women and all these things because you didn't want that connotation with the black women or the African women at, uh, at the time who were voluptuous. And then you, you start seeing this sort of proper thing of like, you know, this, you know, big women and, and, and sort of, um, paintings and sort of comical kind of paintings that you'll see that you'd see at, at the time and you always see. And I think, so that's a little bit of what I, I, again, there's a whole book on this. I don't remember the name of the book, but I was like, your, your same reaction, Martina, was like, it was the damn white supremacy. Fucking slavers. Like, they just like how the colonizers. Like these we don't like it. We don't like it. We don't want it. We don't want it. Yeah. Set, they have really set the chain reaction off of, of yeah. the rest of the world hating large. And, and that's where, you know, you see this, this change and sort of, I mean, and you can, because obviously if you look at paintings, you know, yeah. they, I prior mean, to that. Those homegirls had some stomachs, honey. They had some stomach and some hips and 
Yeah. And then you start even now in this whole segmentation of of a fat. I'm like, well, it really is rooted in this racism, in this sort of superiority of white. You made me think of another thing. So I was watching another TikTok. TikTok is uh you can learn a lot of things on TikTok, y'all. Of Zoomers and uh Gen Z's nowadays. Uh, but TikTok, I was watching a video on there earlier or at the beginning of last week. And you know how during maybe like the Victorian age, maybe a little bit before that, you know, women were, were really wearing the, uh, they had the corsets, of course. I mean, we all know the history of the corsets, you know, it, it, it yes. was to make you slimmer. But they were talking about how even back then, photo uh, photos were photoshopped. So even though women were, of course, wearing the corsets and whatnot, um, they still would take in their waist even more to give them that mm, that, that. curve to see and I was like that was a that was a, a bad one to do but anyway they yes they, they give, it gives them that curve and it's like because they were like that's not a, ma a natural waistline and the way the woman was describing this video she was actually showing where you could see, if you look at some of these old photos mm -hmm. of the women, you can kind of tell where the original, where her stomach was originally, yeah. like where, where it was originally in the photo before it was photoshopped to make it so slender. But you have to really be looking at it. And she points, she's like, you can tell a little bit here. And I was like, oh my God, you can tell. So, wow. oh my goodness. I mean, you know, there are all sort of weird beauty practices that, you know, have happened over the centuries. But that's just, um, I thought that was really fascinating that they were even doing that back then. And that's, Lord, it's been so long ago. But, it, you know, fucking colonizers. I mean, just the, I mean, I know I've, I mean, a little off topic, but circle back around with this. You know, even the idea of spices and how, uh, Back then, you know, rich, you know, royalties and rich people would use spices and stuff. But as spices became much more available around the world because of trade and obviously the slave trades played a part in that. Um, because then poor people, you know, and, and slaves were using spices. They actually they did away with it because they were like, oh, no, we're not going to use. That's why white people don't season their food because it became sort of seen as a poor person's thing and that's why poor people traditionally like in the i mean here in the united states in the south poor, i mean y'all have some flavor in the south here in the well, united I mean, states you know, i mean well i know like some of the traditional african-american uh like the soul food like you know i'm saying gizzards and uh even fried chicken that you know all that was scrapes that white people didn't want so they gave mm -hmm. it to the slaves. And now, honey, some of these white people knock you down to get some collard greens and mm -hmm. some fried chicken. But they didn't want the shit back then, so they gave it to us. And, of course, you know, we know what we're doing most of the time. You know, I will say most of the time. We know what we're doing. We can season some food. Um, and so, you know, they gave it to black people, and black people made it popular. And, you know, now you got, you know, these white chefs trying to recreate southern food. And like I said... You know, you'll be amazed. <laughs> I will say this is kind of a tangent, but when we, I think it was July 4th, 
Yes, it was July 4th holiday. And actually my friend and I were on the South side at this well-known uh, ribs place. Um, and, you know, South side is, you know, predominantly African-Americans for like most, most intents and purposes. And so it's at this barbecue. I mean, the line was around the building. It was like, and they, they, uh, they don't take reservations. They don't have a place to sit. You just out there. But honey, yeah. they had a few white people in the line. Like, you know, you, you, I mean, you could probably count them on one hand, but it was like, it was just so funny to see because like, you can like, sometimes you can tell people like, this really ain't your like neighborhood. This ain't your yeah. normal scene, you know? And they were in line, honey. Like I saw one, one white man brought his little teenage son with him. He's like, son, this one you come and get real ribs i'm making this up i don't know what he said i'm like this way you get the. you might have said something along the lines well, i'm sure because why else this sounds like why are we going all the way and I, like i said i'm sure they probably don't live on the south side this ain't their normal neighborhood that they're in mm -hmm. like I said, white people honey will knock you down to get some of this food and i'm sure it's the same with like mexican food too you know of course it's been, it's been so americanized here unfortunately you know Sadly. we don't go to those places at least i don't Okay, right. But honey, white people knock you down. But this explains so much. That's why white but people don't season their food. They don't season their food. That I mean, it's just this again, this whole idea of the hierarchy, right? The hierarchy and being better and superior and how you know, like, oh, we're not gonna deem and I was like I was like, I can't because obviously you began with you know royalty, you know. Great Britain all that. I was like, I can't imagine. I'm like, do they still not season their food? Like, does the royal family still not season their food? Because that must be boring food I've if they don't. It really, I've heard that um, a lot of people in the royal family, again, I'll never know for certain, of course, but like, they have very simple palates. Like, it's so boring. It is boring. I've heard like, even when they travel to other countries, you know, um, they don't like some of the dishes. You know, they just like very simple. Too many spices. They yeah, it's spiceless. They they don't they don't they spice They're spiceless. I, I I get so it just explains so much when you when you kind of hear those things and you read about it and and you get the historical context of things and and sort of the same thing of like when did that beauty standard of having some some meat on your bones change to just being the skinny size two, three, four, because let's be honest, if you are a size 10, 12, even 14, you're considered- That's average, pretty much. That's average sizes for women. Average, but some people view it, I mean, in the fashion industry, and we'll oh, probably girl. talk about that. That's even as fat. Oh, yes. Now, if you're looking at uh, haute couture, yes, uh, high fashion. Uh, you know, they, you know, they, the women, like, you know, they're probably smaller than my pinky, like they're, you know, um, and again, I don't know enough about the fashion to industry, even though as much as I love to look at fashion, um, to know kind of the history of that too. I mean, I've heard different things like designers like the way the material falls on skinny people. I think that's a lie. It's all a lie. It's all a lie, you know, but it's like, again, like, you know, these fashion designers, a lot of people in these different, like you said, industries like that, they depend mostly on wealthy, a lot of times white patrons and like white people. And oftentimes the people that they're trying to cater to 
are those same people. Like they're not often, even now, like if you look at high fashion, they don't, they still don't really cater to, I mean, now we see a little bit more people of color. Um, Yeah. We see a little bit, you know, we see some dots of us in there. Uh, But we really, unless you're like, you know, Rihanna, you know, that's my girl. I love she's a, I love she's a billionaire. Rihanna, if you're seeing this, I love you. Oh my God. Um, But I- Come be on her channel. Uh, yes, I want you to be on the channel and Lizzo too. I mean, I think I said in the video, the other video, but Lizzo, I love. Oh my god, I would love to have Lizzo during the series if we I can get Lizzo to come talk to us. Love, 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 love to have like Lizzo or Rihanna. Like this would be amazing. But the thing is, like Rihanna's really the only, like, you know, I guess we can call her a designer now at this point. Yeah, that has have all different types of people she has trans she has men she has big people she got skinny people she has pregnant people she just she's catered to everybody yeah. and most people i'm sure they don't like that because again a lot of these high-end uppity fashion fashion houses that's not yep. not what they do and they're still not doing it but she has been the difference and now that woman's a billionaire because she knows how to market she actually has really good products and I mean, Rihanna throughout her from what we've seen, although, you know, we've mainly kind of mainly seen her as being more on the skinnier side, but she has yeah. hips, she has butts, like, she, you know, she got thighs, like she's not some straight up and down pole. She has a, yeah. a woman's body. And mm-hmm. so I love that she showcases every type of woman, every type of person in her shows. And we don't see that. And I don't know if we ever will see that from some of the more high-end couture houses. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And they think, you know, sometimes, like, I think some of them, they've had, um, or I can't even think of some of these, they're like plus-size models. But uh, they've had a few of them, like, in some of their, mm-hmm. like, way shows. But they're never the kind of realistic big girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, she's probably not going to have the scratch marks. And if she is, she is going to be that more kind of what we think like that, like that hourglass figure, yeah. which is still, like you said, that's sad because that's considered plus size in a sense, but that's not really plus size. Really plus size, no. Um, but like those are kind of women they've had. So, they, you know, they've had a few women with some hips and butts and thighs. Yep. They don't really have too much of a stomach. They might have a little bit there. But not much, not much there. But you can count on them to have skinny people in their fashion shows because mm-hmm. that's what they're known for. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if we'll see a change in high fashion. If, if so, I don't know if I'll be around to see it. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you, you under, I mean, obviously when you think about fashion, you think entertainment, media, like it, it's all sort of intertwined and in, in what's portrayed. Um, and if we look back at, you know, old Hollywood, um, it, the beauty standard was just this, like even that hourglass sort of figure. Um, you know, I I can't think of, you know, a, a plus size, you know, actress that like when well, I think of old. Of like old Hollywood, like I can't think of anything. And if they were, they probably were like the help or something, you know. And they might have been like a black woman, you know, who was the help. Um, and it's like, it's sad because you're just like, you you see how rooted the stigma is 
uh, of being fat, mm-hmm. you know, and you see the how it's been perpetuated throughout, you know, the ages, um, you know, and especially because obviously I think when people came here, like, I don't know what size people were, like, if you were to survive in what was the beginning of the United States, you had to have some meat on your bones because there's no way. I'm like, I just can't imagine. Nah, but, you know, as, you know, advances came into the world and technology and, you know, things like that, it all changed, right? Like this whole idea of like, oh, we gotta be skinny, we gotta be skinny. Um, Because if, if you're fat, you know, and and one of the things that kind of always bothers me is when women around me who gain like five, 10 pounds and are like, oh my, I'm so fat. And they say it around me and I'm like, mm. I know it's like clutch your pearls, bitch. Like, what do you mean? Like you, I'm, and I'm like, look at my, and I'm like, I'm like what do they think about me? If, <laughs> and, and it's like, but because there's this portrayal of like, you know, if you gain a little bit of weight, like, oh my gosh, it's really for some people, it's the end of the world and they have to go on the diet. They have to do all these things. Um, and I, or you have to look, a, you have to be a certain way and look a certain way to wear a bathing suit to look good. You know, you know, when you go on vacation, I'm like, I, how many women I have heard talk about, like, I have to lose like 10, 15 pounds before I go on vacation. And I'm like, what? Vacation, it can get the body you got right now. You know, I was like, why do you need to lose? And they're like, oh, and then they're like, I want to fit into, you know, I want to look good in my bikini. Like I can't be hanging my little stomach. I'm like, yes, you can. You, you, you barely have a stomach, but I'm like, but you also don't you don't say that because you're just like yeah because the skinny skinny people really get offended about being bigger yeah. they really do they don't they don't like that they really don't mm-mm, mm-mm. so I'm like I'm like okay but but because it's been perpetuated right in media and entertainment that like you have to look a certain way when you go to the beach you know and it's like especially women because men men could look whatever way how many times we seen pictures? Look, I love Jack Nicholson, okay? But how many pictures? I mean, we ain't seen much from Jack nowadays. But you pictures they show Jack back today, letting it all hang out. Even Leo, no, even Leo. I love, yeah. look, I love, I love Leo too. But they get, they don't have to have the six pack. Now, don't get me wrong. If you got the six pack, of course, the news will cover it. They love to talk about. We'll cover it, it yes. But, like it is definitely, definitely not the same for. Mm-mm. The actors and even just people in that in that industry mm-hmm. it's definitely not the same way as women. Women are just, I mean, still the industry, the entertainment industry is still male run and male led yes. in many ways. Um, you just got to talking about the whole thing with Scarlett Johansson. So um, yep. we, you know, it's still led and you know it's ran or run by by men. And mm-hmm. so whether that's they're taking pictures to put into some tabloid or you're filming this or that, all that still, that whole industry is led by men, mostly white men. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that's still the angle. And, you know, you touched on something else you were talking about, old Hollywood. I love old Hollywood. I love old Hollywood actors and actresses. And I don't know if you, if, if the audience or have heard of like Greta Garbo. 
So she was like this big actress, um, I, I think in like the silent films, 30s, I think mainly she did like the 20s and the 30s, but she's German, I think, believe. And so when she first came here to the United States from Germany, she was, uh, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say fat or big, but she was more plump. And when she went to the Hollywood executives, and we know how, I mean, we've all heard the horror stories about Hollywood executives, yeah, yeah. especially back then. They basically were, you know, loosely paraphrasing like, well, you're going to have to lose weight because men over here don't like that. Mm. And if you look at the movies, especially some of her more famous movies, she's really, she's, you know, thin. I mean, kind of like they all were. Um, yeah. But she was told that. But then, you know, you also, you've talked about the more like shapely women, like, of course, like Marilyn Monroe, Sophia Loren, you know, they were breaking molds and boundaries, really, and they were not big women, you know, they no. had a woman's body, they just had yes. and thighs, and you know, but that was so different for that time, and I remember, like, seeing interviews with Sophia Loren, and she's like, this is how women in Italy look, this is, this is how I look, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, they're proud of their bodies, and, but then, you know, again, it is still, you know, we were just talking about Christina Hendricks. Like, it yeah. is still that thing where it's like, if you got, you know, some curves in your body. I mean, people, you know, they look at J-Lo and say she's curvy. I mean, yes, J-Lo has, you know, she has a wonderful, she has a beautiful body. But she's not fat. None of these people, none of these women are fat by any means. They're, they are not at all. They, they have women's body. Like, what, you know, you would just, you know, and it's like. And I think, and it does a disservice when you call them plus size because you're erasing this sort of plus size, you know, you're erasing you and me, like that's what they're doing because what you're doing is like, okay, this is what plus size should be, right? Like this is what plus size should be. Everything else, you're just fat. Yeah, exactly. And ugly. And like that's, you know, you could be discarded, like you're not worth anything. And I think that's the message that we continue to get mm -hmm. that, you know, entertainment, media, the fashion industry continues to perpetuate. Like if you don't look, if you're not skinny or this idea of what plus size should be, mm -hmm. um, then we can't cater to you. We don't want to create anything for you because you're not worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not worth having high fashion you know, models or prepared for you or designed for you. You don't, you, you're not worth being a lead in a movie because nobody's going to find you attractive. You know, whatever attractive is to this, uh, the male gaze that at some point I think we'll talk about uh, on, our, on our channel, but like this whole idea that just continues to perpetuate of like, you're worth nothing. And that's the message that a lot of, young women get that women our age continue to get and have gotten through all growing up like you're not worth it unless you lose some weight mm -hmm. and you, you know, come people always say oh you know i want to look like this person that person honey you know like i always say those women are paid by how they look and you mm -hmm. know just across the board like you're looking at this person that person and, you know i've heard from uh, friends that have, you know, given birth and it was like, oh, well, look how such and such was able to jump back in shape. Maybe she has to. Her being skinny and looking a certain way is her entire livelihood. She has bit her, bit her entire career 
is and they have the money. They have yes, she has the she has a trainer for everything. If she just want to focus on yoga, if she just want to focus on toning, she has a nutritionist. They have do, they have the best doctors. They have the best of everything that you probably will never have access to unless you have that type of money as well. But they have the best of everything. Like they can afford to do this, that, and another, and get this, you know, liposuction here, get this zoomed off there, because they have the money and their yeah. looks dictates how famous and how successful they're going to be. Yeah. So that's why these women, they look so flawless to everyone else because yeah, technically they are because they have to and they have the money to do for it. Like you are completely, you are not on the same level as some of these women in terms of that, but that's okay. You don't need to be. You shouldn't try to aim to be that. Like, you know, if you just gave birth, take the time to like, let your body heal. Like you don't have yeah. to how to work out and do this every day you know I, I realize some people love working out that's what they do then it, that's what you love to do then that's what you love to do but you ain't got to go through all these extremes like the people we see on tv and on social media and magazines because they have to and they have the resources and means to do so that you will probably never have mm -hmm. but a lot of women just can't because it is they get so fixated yeah looking like this person or that person did that I mean I for one I think that is one thing that as I've gotten older I have not focused so much time on trying to look like different celebrities or be like these women I see because honey I don't have millions of dollars <laughs> I don't have a personal trainer I could you know could have for every day I you know can't pick up the phone and call this person they come zooming on over my mm -hmm. doesn't work like that like and I'm not okay with that but Again, it's something that's continuing to be perpetuated, and a lot of uh, women just continue falling prey to that that type of look. Well, how do you want to phrase it? Yeah, I think when I was younger, I definitely went through that, like that whole thing of like, oh, I want to look like whoever at the time, mm -hmm. you know, whoever it was, celebrity or thing. And I, you know, and for me, like. Girl, I used to watch a lot of telenovelas oh, yeah. and you rarely ever saw anybody that was overweight or fat. like it, I know we're, we're sticking to media and stuff but like it, it always was sort of you know skinny or if there was an overweight girl on there that she would always develop some eating disorder disorder because she was trying to get skinny because she wanted to fit in and things like that and mind you the fat girl that they had was never really fat she just had a a normal body um or just had a body that was built for her like some women you know and most most of us have a certain body shape and that's what we have like we will never be like a J-Lo or Jennifer Aniston or like whatever you want to compare yourself. Um, and, you know, and I think that was something that I think was just ingrained uh, in me of just like, that took a long time to be like, to realize like, okay, I don't have to compare myself to, to whether it's a celebrity or others around me and like think that if my life would be better if I was skinnier, you know? And I think there's this whole idea that that comes with anything media plays a, a big role or entertainment plays a big role of like you know a fat girl will only find love if they lose weight and i mean that and that's something that i think i still struggle with uh as an adult of like 
okay, do if I lose weight, will it be easier for me to find someone? I thought about that too. And the thing is, you know, we see like, again, you know, our girl, Rebel Wilson, you know, she's gotten really slender. She's lost a lot of weight. Adele as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I always, you know, but they never, they never focused on their weight. It was never like a focal point for them, but you know, other people sure as hell did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I wonder that too, because the thing is, like you say, like, you know, so say if you do lose all this weight, and there's been anybody that's listening, watching, and you do lose all this weight, you get to the best shape of your life. How do you know that's gonna make you happy? Because are you gonna be still so stuck in your mind that people only like you now? You were like, oh well, I proved my theory. People only like me or want to date me or be around me because I'm skinny. So what does that do to you? Does that like, you know, does that play some sort of part? And again, I, I don't know. I've never never been skinny many. I don't yeah. know, I, I do wonder that people who have lost all this weight. Um, and again, I like if anybody's going through this, I would love someone to comment as well. Do you, yeah. have, you have to fo- focus on your mental health as much as your physical health? Because there's you, because you might have those sort of negative connotations. Um, as you like I said, you like I'm in the best shape of my life, I look great. But are you ever gonna be able to get out of your head? And what people think about you and that's the thing mm-hmm. we always worried about what people think about this like it's not so much like we, i mean we can love ourselves but then we always you know we can just worry about what do other people think of us and like you said i think the thing is you know it seems again i'm about to go off on a tangent but it don't make sense i was watching like i think i mentioned it's not 600 pound life it's one of those shows on tlc and the young woman mm-hmm. she's maybe our age give or take and she just got out of a relationship. And she is, you know, she's, she's you know, a, she's a big woman. Beautiful, though. Beautiful woman. Um, and she just got out of a, a relationship with, um, you know, one of those good-looking men that we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah. And he actually ended up cheating on her. And he got the girl pregnant that he cheated on her with. Mm. And she just internalized all of that and just really felt like, Maybe if I lose weight, or maybe if I would have lost weight, he wouldn't have left. And her friends on the show was like, they were really worried about her. But they was like, she's always been like, so like body focused. She's always like, but like body, body uh, happy. Like she's always loved the way she's looked, even though she's a larger woman. She's, she's never talked about getting those type of surgeries or like just looking like a skinny girl to get a man. And so her friends are really concerned. They were like, you know, you've never thought about this, you know, what I, now, you know, of course, I, I have not watched this show from beginning to end, so I don't know right. what's happened, but I just happened to catch that one episode, and she was really saying, like, what if I, you know, get the, get, what is it, like, the gastric bypass or whatever, right, right, maybe he would have saved, and I, you know, that, that hurts, you know, and her weight may not have had anything to do with why do with it. But yeah. that's, when you are a bigger woman, I think that's something you probably think about just, you know, especially like if you're out with your friends at a club or at a bar or even just out shopping at, at like a restaurant, yeah. like hanging out and, you know, you're around uh, people who you have, who you may think you might have a romantic connection with. Mm-hmm. And it is something I think particularly with men. Um, yeah. And, you know, especially if you've only seen like, oh, well, your skinny friends only get talked to. Or, Ooh, you know, well, I've been there. <laughs> I think we, yes, I think we, we've all been there. And then, like, the guy, 
you know, he like has to be nice to you at first because he wants to get close with the friend. Um, know, it's all in the, the laws of attraction. It's real fucked up. But if you notice that like he's, you know, he has to be nice to you, but he doesn't really want to talk to you. He's trying to get you out the way and probably all the other girls too, so he can talk to that one friend. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, you know, how, yes, this is how it's been. But if, you know, and then, you know, we were just talking about, I think in our last um, episode in part one, we were saying, you know, how oftentimes when we, you know, people see a bigger woman with a man who they deem attractive and he's someone yeah. that's in shape, they have all this, is it a fetish? Does he really like her? And that also, again, can like really fuck with a woman's mind and really put yeah. a woman's mind, even if she wasn't thinking that, it, she can and be like, well, maybe he does he? Even if he's never expressed that, you, like your weight may have never come up to him. Um, and then it's, you know, almost like, well, why is he really with me? Does he really like me? Is, you know, am I like an experiment? This, you mm. know, is he, especially like I think for women, maybe they have not had such a good experience and like they're, um, they're you know, we know men like to be on the down low. <laughs> so there might be some down low brothers of all races and colors who may be like, I don't want to date a big girl in public. Well, you know, we can hang out at your place, you know, we can, you know, we can, we can do what people do in relationships, but I, we not in a relationship together. Then that can right. be on somebody's mind. It's so much fucked up stuff, you know, that can just take a toll in terms of relationships when you are a larger woman that I don't think people who are thinner maybe necessarily have to think about like wrong, there's a whole bunch of other issues about being a woman too that you have yes. to worry about in a relationship but that one in particular i think is one that you know it can just really fuck you up it really can it really you. can yeah yeah you, you made me think about when you were talking about the, the show and how the friends were worried and like how she's all you know she never had these thoughts and things are like i'd be hard pressed to share with my friends some of the thoughts that I've had when it comes to my weight like so it wouldn't it didn't surprise me when you know she's when that because I think as as a fat girl or fat woman um like you do have a lot of things that go through your mind that you don't often feel comfortable sharing with those that are closest to you because they're they're gonna try to make you feel better they're gonna be like no you're beautiful you're you know you're you're worth so much and like all these things and grateful for that like yes give me all the compliments and positivity but sometimes I just want somebody to be like I get you yeah like I understand that like yeah and it's like you mentioned it's harder for uh someone who who isn't plus size who's skinnier or you know who has just a normal body according to society to really understand that, you know, and even if they think that they're fat, like their idea of fat is so different from the reality of, of fatness in, in, in America. Um, and I think like it, it's, you know, like you mentioned mental health, I think that's a, a huge point for a lot of, uh, uh, I'll speak just a lot of women in general, because I, I can't speak on the men's experience as being overweight um but I think there is a lot to be said about really working through the trauma that society has placed on women uh and even more so on women of color 
and you know and fat you know fat women of color like that's a whole other you know probably a whole other episode for you and I to explore what that kind of means to us and and culturally uh what it kind of kind of means but I you know like I said like it didn't surprise me that at that moment when the guy cheated and your and your first thing was the first one of the thoughts is if I had been especially if the woman was skinny you know that I don't know I don't know what size but, but, but like if she was you know if she was like that the everything that you had suppressed in your mind just comes back and you're like if I had just maybe been skinnier if I had just lost some weight I would be more attractive and that messes you up and the thing is because you know fat women are portrayed a certain way in society and media and entertainment a lot of the times it does happen right like I've seen storylines where you know the guy cheats on their their wife that is that is overweight with a skinny person and sometimes the 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 husband's like yeah you know like i just wasn't attracted to you anymore i'm like motherfucker why you ever with me you asshole okay finish Mm -hmm. and why you this is fiction we're talking but i'm like i know i know but 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 i'm like i can imagine those scenarios happening though like i can beat me like i can see in real life those things happen because you do hear yeah. uh, you know women share their stories of like yeah he left me because you know he said he no longer found me attractive or maybe they were skinny when they first got married and she gained weight because she had kids you know and she just you know and it was like and it's like you know this whole stigma of like skinny is attractive and fat is not and you sort of and I really think it's just a perpetuation of society of like this patriarchal society that we live in and this idea that you know men can only be kept engaged and interested if you're skinny and attractive and you always look like j-lo i'm like i'm sorry j-lo cannot always look like j-lo on on a daily basis i refuse to believe that she does not (laughs) just you know a hot mess once in a while she's just hanging out (laughs) like i just refuse to believe that and i think is this this sort of fake ideal uh, of a woman uh, that we have to contend with, we all as women have to contend with, but I think it's a harder time for for plus size women, the kind of thing, and, and, and you kind of, but I'll go back to what I said this very first time, it's like, I'd be really hard pressed to share with my friends, whom the majority of my friends are skinnier, you know, and I'm like, I, would never because you won't understand like you know I talked to you Martina because you and I can, can have shared experiences and, and understand that but you know and other women who are overweight once you get comfortable with them and you're like yep I've thought about that or definitely gone through all of that and it's it's harder like you know I remember seeing a TikTok where the the girl that was talking was saying I need friends who are Something along those like fat conscious, you know, that understand what it means to be to be fat. You know, don't invite me out to go on a hike. I can't be in a hike. I'd be in a hike. I sweat. They're like, I sweat. Like, don't invite me to outdoor things. I want to be if I'm sitting there, I'm gonna be sweating because I'm fat. You know, or like if we're gonna go shopping, make sure you you 
are inclusive of the stores that we're going to so that you can that I can be included in that and it, it made me think like that is so true because I always cater anything to probably my skinnier friends you know we talked about this in, in the previous episode a little bit but I don't think people really think of like oh where does the set want to go shop where can she shop like I'm not gonna take her to a you know a store that doesn't have a plus size section because you know it's not gonna be fun I can't try clothes with you know we can't go and try clothes together together. I'm just sitting there getting mad that I'm not skinny so that I can try this cute dress that I really like but it's not in my size so I'm just gonna become good about yourself there are certain instances like that yeah like girl you skinny helpful no Mm-mm. Here, here I am. There's that cute top. It's not gonna fit me, okay. even at the largest size that they have. Oh, you know what I hate? I hate when they say like, "Oh, well, we have other sizes available online." Oh, no way. And and I think you know, and I think it it is something to be said about again this idea of that's continued to be perpetuated of what you know. I mean, I said said it before, fat equals bad. Mm-hmm. Fat equals ugly. And it's like, you know, let's not even talk about the healthcare industry. Let's not talk about I mean, we'll about, get there. We'll get, we'll get there. But it, there's so many things that perpetuate it. And, and you know, and, and you struggle with it. But definitely media, fashion, entertainment, plays such a crucial role in how we as plus size women see see ourselves reflected in society and a lot of the times it's a very negative reflection uh of who we are and we have to contend with it and you know you got some of us will go to therapy for it and and and, and go through those through those traumas and then and, and work through it and it's things that it's not a, a quick fix because for all 30 plus years of your life, you've contended it with, if you've always been the bigger girl in, in the group. And I think, I don't know, I don't know if it's often things, things you, you just have to learn to deal with. Now, you may not necessarily, and some, you know, some folks may disagree, but I don't know if you necessarily can get over all the hurdles. You just learn how to deal with it and, mm-hmm. You know, be able to talk about it and explain it to other people so they can kind of understand where you're coming from. It may be things you fight with for the rest of your life, like it may not. You may all of you like fuck it. You know, it's it, you know, or it may come and go. If you know, yeah. it, just, it really depends on the situation. And you're right. I think it really it does hit probably when major things like that happen. If you are in a relationship and it doesn't work out, and you like, especially if somebody cheated, or people make little comments when you go out and try clothes on. You know, it, it can hit you again and you're just like, oh, I thought I dealt with that. Maybe you have in some ways, but it doesn't mean your feelings can't get hurt. Everybody's yeah. feelings can get hurt. Everybody, I don't care who you are, from the top to the bottom, the bottom to the top, everybody can have their feelings hurt regarding of what it is. And I just think, yeah, you just take it each day at a time. I sound like my mama when I say that, but you take it each day at a time. <laughs> You have to, because it, it can get overwhelming, I think. It can, it can get overwhelming. It can get um, just frustrating yeah. sometimes. 
um and it's not a uh it's it's like you said like you might be able to work through things but it doesn't mean it's not gonna sneak up on you you know and you're gonna have to just learn how to deal with it and cope through it and and talk through it i think um if you are a, a skinny person and you have a friend who is plus size in your life um just try to be you know fat inclusive when you do things you know and, and be mindful of it and you know i think i might be hard pressed to bring things up but if someone was to ask me a question or like say something I'm much more likely to sort of have the conversation with you. I'm not going to bring it up. Like yeah, that's. I, I would say, yeah, I think, and you don't have to be so obvious with it. I, it can be small things. Like you said, it can be like if you're going out shopping for certain clothes, it can, it can be mm -hmm. like, you know, hey, why don't we do like go to a mixture of places today? You know, it can just, it can be subtle things. It don't have to be. And like, do you have a, do you have a store you want to, you know, hit up or, you know, or. Or something like that or just make sure you know make sure like hey you know like we're gonna go to the mall and you know that there's a store that caters you know primarily to plus sizes i probably be like oh, i want to go in but again we go back to what i said in the last episode i'm always mindful of my friends so i'm like if i'm the only friend that's overweight and i'm like i'm not gonna make people drag because i know how it feels they're going to have, yes, they need to know how it feels. They can sit there in the waiting room or little dressing room while you're trying stuff on and be like, does this look cute? Does this look cute? Just like you do for them. They can do it for you. You know, but like sometimes it just takes one friend to be like, hey, let's go in here. You know, like that dress will look cute on you. They're like, look, that shirt will look really cute on you. Let's go try it on. Um, it's, so it's so true. You know, and, you know, and I think it, it's something that, um, we don't talk about a lot like you know I, I don't think I've had this type of conversation uh with a lot of people at no, any yeah it's not something yeah again you know it's just not something again most of the things you and I talk about it's not some folks sitting around chit-chatting over tea you know Starbucks. <laughs> you know like I say it's not you know a proper conversation to be having these things but to touch on that about the shopping and stores, I had a really good friend of mine told me a few years ago that uh, her mother, who was, her, I think, a bigger woman at the time, they had wanted to take her shopping for her birthday, and they went to tour. Mm. And she said she had never seen her mother light up so much because mm. she was in a store where everything fit her. Like, things could fit. And yeah. she said it was just, I guess, you know, because this friend, you know, she is a... Uh, skinny she's skinny good friend great friend skinny friend but she just saw her mother was just so excited to be mm. sure where anything could fit her and it just it, she said it felt good for her to see that for her mother and that was that's you know that's the thing and i think oftentimes maybe friends unless they're really close to you, your friends really know you yeah you know especially if they're, you know, not the same size as you, if you have let them in, they don't know that those type of things can make a really big difference, can can really make, even if somebody says something shitty to you and, you know, sometimes your friends are like, they turn away, don't say anything, but some, it just takes one moment, one friend sometimes would be like, you know what, you really shouldn't say that. That wasn't nice what you said. Yeah. And you don't have to be mean with it, you don't have to be ugly with it. It's just taking everybody into consideration. Like you said, we consider our skinny friends all the time. So I think, you know, it's it just 
it doesn't have to be a big display, a big mm-hmm. gesture. It can be something simple and something small that you may not even thought would make a difference. You're like, damn, I could have I could have been doing something like that. I didn't even think about it. it you know, just simple everyday stuff that could probably make a difference in your friend's life or family life, your spouse, whomever, it can make a difference. And please don't tell your friend who tells you that they want to lose weight, um, that they're beautiful because we're not losing weight because we think we're ugly. Yeah, your looks ain't got nothing, like my face has nothing to do with this. I know I'm beautiful. I know I'm pretty. I know I'm cute. You know, if if I'm losing weight, because I just want maybe feel better. Maybe I went to the doctor and they were like, your sugar might be a little high or, you know, blood pressure. Like, okay, you got to do something and take care of that. But don't don't tell. It's never good to tell. (laughs) Like, you're beautiful. I'm like, uh, my beauty was never in question. It's most likely my health that's in question at this point. Exactly. (laughs) Or just me wanting to just fit into something I really like. And I just don't want to buy a bigger size. Exactly. Like there's just this whole other thing, but it, it, nine out of ten times, it probably has nothing to do with how beautiful we, we seem. Sometimes it does. I'm not gonna say that. You know, there aren't women out there who do equate skinny to being beautiful. Um, and at that point, you know, be well, you know, industry does. So. Yeah, like so. I think it's you know, there's all this fun, but you know, just be encouraging. Like, like, okay, what can I? How can I help you? Like, what can I do? How can I support you in your in in your journey? That's the I think that's like the best response. How can I support you in your journey? Yeah. Don't invite me to Cheesecake Factory because I will fail. Yeah, that sounds good right now. Some cheesecake. Mm, why do you say that anyway? Um. That's good. That's good. I think, you know, we've touched on some, some pretty good things and it's really just, yeah. we're going to do some, uh, pretty much our series that we want for this next month is really going to focus in on this. And you know, we spent today talking about entertainment and like everything that encompasses that TV, mm-hmm. social media, but then also talk about, you know, when we do go shopping, uh, you know, we have a few more options nowadays, but it's still, it's not where it needs to be. And I think we do have, it's hella expensive. You know, you um, yes. on a budget. It's hard if you are a bigger girl because, you know, yes. they say the more fabric, the more money it's going to cost you. So we know that's a thing too. But then it's like, you know, there were some other topics that we have in mind that we want to talk about this. I know uh, yes. that we're talking about jewelry. That's one that she wants to touch on. Yes. Uh, which I, you know, it's a good one. Because a lot of people may think jewelry. Bless that. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. We'll get to it. Um, but let's say anything you want to say before we wrap up. No, I think uh, I really feel like these are some therapy sessions. A lot of the time our, our conversations uh, become that. And like I said, I, I'm I'm remembering things uh, that I think I, I locked away <laughs> a I long time ago. Maybe I will. Uh, and, and, and some things are coming back. Other things are probably going to stay locked away because they... <laughs> probably too much trauma surrounded with it but I think this is a a conversation that is important to have uh you don't see uh a lot of you know women uh plus size women having opportunity to kind of share um outside of shows that are about losing weight uh 
or you know fashion industry kind of thing um you know i think it's i think this is just the tip of the iceberg i think for us uh to continue exploring and i think this this might take us uh i think we're going for like maybe four episodes we might end up with a lot more episodes we might we might uh then it's just because uh as we continue as we're talking i'm just like oh man we gotta talk about this or there's other kind of tangents that we can go on and uh but i think uh just you know be kind you know be nice to, to individuals and you know and if you are uh, a person uh, that that isn't plus size, it's you know skinny or isn't consider that you know just take a moment and, and reflect if you're watching and, and share with us your thoughts uh, as well. And you know, did you ever really think about your your fat friend uh, in the group, um, or you know, ever had these sort of conversations and and do that? And you know, into my to our plus size viewers, like, you know, let us know uh, if there's anything that you like for us to, to touch on or anything you want to share. You can also just DM us. You don't have to make a public comment. You can go to our Instagram and DM us if there's something that you'd like to kind of for us to explore or talk on or any experiences you've had uh, with, with friends shopping as a child and, and happy to kind of explore some of those things. But, but yeah, you know, I'll kick it back to you, Martina. That was a great wrap up. Um, that's good too. And I understand like these are these are personal issues. I think you made a good point. People want to DM us. I know uh sometimes you know we're not comfortable. And you know, and that's for any of this. Like if it's not, you know, outside of the, you know, talking about plus size, I think particular for that one. But if anything, really like you want to DM us questions or comments, um, that's cool too. But yeah, we understand this can be very private and very and very personal for people because this is your life you're living every day. Um, but I think, yeah, I just wanted to just re just reinstate that uh please do and we will even feedback you know articles books you know yeah people in the industry who are focusing on this positively you know definitely Lizzo Rihanna you know as well you, um, come join us come, yes come join us um we love you both yes we do yeah. uh, J-Lo as well you know J-Lo come on pop the yes, please we'd we'll love to talk to you love to talk to you know we love women of color absolutely so I think this is where we say we'll see y'all pretty soon and enjoy the rest of your day take care bye